An Approach for Every Challenge Many readers will know that Ananda Village was mostly destroyed by a huge forest fire in 1976. Davy and I were new parents with an 11-day-old infant when the flames devoured our home, our clothes, and virtually all our possessions. In meditation this morning, I was remembering that day and contemplating some of the cherished lessons I learned. It was June 28, 1976. Our first awareness of danger was when we saw smoke arising from a nearby road. The summer was upon us, and the fields and forests had already begun to dry out. The hundred or so members of the community were at first merely vigilant, then concerned, and finally aroused into action. The winds were blowing the fire uphill through knee-high grasses and in our direction. About twenty of us gathered on a road at the crest of a hill with rakes, hose, and whatever firefighting equipment we had at our disposal. I had a small water tank backpack with a pump and nozzle which we kept handy in case a chimney fire broke out in our house. The fire was creeping steadily up the hill toward us. Waist-high flames spread across the terrain. For some unexplained reason, I decided it would be a good idea to go down the hill, meet the flames head-on, and slow them down with my pumper. As I approached, however, I realized that the flames were moving much faster than I thought, and much faster than I could run up the hill. In a moment, I realized my safest bet was to jump through the wall of flames into the already burned area. This may have saved my life, and it also steeled my determination to fight. I then returned to our house. It was a small geodesic dome with a leaky roof, but it was home for our little family. I was completely focused on digging a little perimeter trench when a young member of the community drove up shouting, You have to leave! The flames are in the trees! There's no chance to save your home! Only then did I realize the unstoppable force of nature unleashed. Davy, meanwhile, had taken our infant son to the doctor for his first checkup. That morning she had packed up the few items from our meditation room, intending to clean it when she got home. In the few remaining moments, this was all I could save. When I finally emerged from the smoking hillside, I found Davy standing there, obviously alarmed, not knowing whether I was alive or dead. My first instinct was to comfort her and do what I could to de-escalate the alarm while still letting her know that our home was gone. My first words, frankly some of the best I've ever spoken, were, well, we don't have to worry about those leaks anymore. We comforted each other and soon realized that our baby's real home was built from the threads of love in our hearts. 
As I contemplated that fateful event, I realized that there were different approaches to working with challenges presented by the fire, each of which was valid. The same is true for the spiritual tests we face. Confronted head-on. If the challenge seems small enough to overcome, our growth lies in confronting it. Spiritually, it may be the fires of anger or the fear of loss that has to be faced. We will each draw our own test to conquer, sized just right for us. Next, accept and surrender and move on. Many of life's issues are too big for us to change. Politics, economics, pandemics, and weather are all things we can't fight individually. The best approach here is just to accept conditions as they are, surrender ourselves to the goodness of God, and move on. This is harder than it seems, since it involves overcoming the reactive process. It will help if you can remember that it is all a dream of God. And finally, think of others. Finally, the best spiritual approach in almost all situations is to forget about yourself and your, quote, needs. Think of the welfare of others. Self-forgetfulness broadens the human heart and opens up space for the all-healing flow of love. It then becomes possible to offer up the little love that it is in us into the infinite love of God. In the Fires of Devotion, Nayaswami Jyotish. So this was a very interesting meditation I had remembering the events of that day so long ago. And it really struck me that there are many different ways that God challenges us. As I said in this blog, one of the ways is to send individual tests to us, tests that are just large enough for us to meet head-on, and if we put out the right energy and the right attitudes, we can conquer those tests. Such was the wall of flames, which seemed frightening, but in fact were only a foot or so thick, and I was able to easily jump through them. But I had to overcome the fear, and I had to make an instantaneous decision about the right way to proceed. And so it is with many of the individual tests, often of attitude or uh, disputes or tensions between us and some other person or other group, we have to decide quickly sometimes how we're going to approach that. When we're in a confrontation with a person, usually it is right to calm the waters and decrease the tensions. But on occasionally, we have to push back. So we have to make a quick decision about what is the right way to proceed and, and then act on it. But the question we should keep in the back of our minds always is what response 
will lead me to higher consciousness? What response will lead me to the ending of the karma of this um, situation or this tendency in myself? Then, as I said, there are many, many things in life that are big and we can't really affect them individually. And yet we spend so much energy um, angry at politics or politicians or upset about the weather or uh, any of a host of things that we can't affect, and yet we uh, let our emotions uh, and our reactions get involved. The best response here is simply to accept things as they are. If we can't accept things as they are, then we're constantly going to be creating a kind of wall of denial that uh, just blocks us from future projects and future um, uh, evolution of our consciousness. And then finally, in almost all instances, we need to practice self-forgetfulness. Think of the needs of others. As soon as we really open ourselves and let our love, concern, compassion flow to others, you'll find that not only do the situations uh, right themselves, calm down, heal themselves, but you yourself make valuable spiritual progress because God is love, and when we um, open ourselves to that flow of love, we become closer to God and ultimately one with him. God bless you.